Hi everyone, welcome to Soul Quest episode 35. 35. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't done a solo one in a while, so here we are. Yeah. We thought we'd, we've had this idea on our mind for a couple of months now and we're finally doing it. So today we wanted to talk about the pros and cons of labeling. Yes, which there is so much of that all the time. Yeah. People put themselves into a, a group and, and label themselves uh, some type of affiliation or... Right. Like somebody can... There's like a negative... Well, perception is... Everything's about perception. So it can be negative or positive for different people. But I feel like there's the idea of people labeling themselves and putting them in this constricted box and then people labeling other people and putting them in this constricted box. So... Of course, there's also, you know, positives about people having labels. So I don't think there's that many positives, though, that I can think of. What about you? I mean, think about how could a label be beneficial to somebody? You know, you can label yourself as a just, I mean, just the biggest one, like in America, politics, you know, red or blue, Democrat, Republican. And then you have all these other sub labels underneath, you know libertarian green party and so how could it be beneficial for someone to label themselves republican or democrat i'm thinking what comes to mind is well that group would accept them more they would and then they they a lot times well this time everything's so polarized you know they they deem the other side right and um but i when i think about labeling like think about those times when you know, a cop stops somebody and that person has um, a disease and they've been labeled to have that disease like Huntington's or something that makes them twitch twitch or whatever and the cop thinks they might be drunk or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, they have that label of weight. I have Huntington's or I have this. You know, that label actually will help them, help somebody see, oh, yes, you... Yeah, that's a good example. This is why you're acting that way because you have this or, you know, you suffer from this or... Or what about like what we were saying about the kids who get diagnosed with ADHD, ADD, and then like they go to school. It's like, oh, I can't do that because I, you know, yeah, I'm so that's this. a negative like, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, this kid has ADHD. As a teacher, I would say, okay, well, I need to make sure and change some things around for this for this person so they they can learn easier. But at the same time, it could be a detriment to them too because if they're thinking oh yeah I have ADHD and I don't have to do it this way then they start having this belief that they can't do a lot of things I know several people who have some type of label among you know within themselves right and then they throw that up as a flag yeah you know, like well I have like, this, I, have this I can't me. do that I was like have you ever thought to overcome that you know right like what can you do as a trainer, like I go through that a lot. Like people's like, oh, I can't do that. I can't. Man, you'd be amazed. Like some of the people I've worked with who had, uh, uh, they were labeled as you know something, and then, you know, three four months down the road, and they're able to do something that they thought they could never do, because they were labeled. Right, and I know you're thinking about me. Oh no, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. No, about. I was thinking because about I label it. myself, and I don't really label myself. I just say, you know, I have back issues, and I can't do certain things right I know I say I can't I need to change that to I can if and it's just small steps I strengthen my muscles and stuff yeah I know yeah. so this is just an example and the more we become aware of what we're doing to ourselves I think it the more we grow and expand into what we never thought we could be true you never know what you're because capable of doing that's why I don't want to label myself as you know when I stop eating meat and I was like Millie will say but I thought you were a vegetarian or you're a vegan or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm not labeling myself as anything. I'm choosing to eat mostly plant-based. That's what I say. Like, that's what I choose. Same but thing. sometimes I feel like I need to eat meat and like this when, you know, when I'm going through certain times of the month, I just feel like I need it. And um, I don't want to ever put myself in a box of like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do it this way because that's what I label myself. I don't ever want to do that to myself. I, I choose to live a certain way. And some and people change too. I mean, we're allowed to change. And sometimes when we label people and they do something outside of that label, we're like, wait a second, you change. And it's such a negative thing, but it's not. It's okay to change. We're supposed to change. Yeah, we're supposed to. If we don't change, then that's really sad. 
Because you're just stuck. I know. I'm changing all the time. Every I day. I know. Like, I have. Yeah. We've both changed a lot in the last couple of years. <laughs> and that's a good thing. Yeah. So, and then when it comes to like the world, what's happening in the world and all the new labels we have. <laughs> unvaxxed, vaxxed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, anti this, pro this, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's become a... And then people start having these... And this is where prejudice comes from because we're... People are like, oh, well, that person's anti-vax and they must be a conspiracy theorist. Or, you know, they must... You know, what's wrong with them? You know, all this stuff comes and it's like, there's so many reasons why people have chosen not to get vaccinated. Us, we have our individual reasons, right? Yeah. I have mine. We're not terror... And that whole terrorist label, oh, gosh, that is a trigger for me. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not an anti-vax person. You know, I, I don't say... Right, but... I don't go around telling people, like... But you, you you'll get labeled anti-vax I, because you've chosen not to. I chose not and to. That is and that's so wrong. A lot of that is just the media, what they put out there, too. I know, and so, so people that watch the news all the time, they get... Taken down into that vibration of labeling and, oh, we got to attack this person because they're not doing exactly what everyone else is doing, so they're a conspiracy theorist, they're a terrorist, they're a... Whatever else the government calls us. I'm like, I'm well, sorry, I'm getting like riled up now. You are getting riled up. <laughs> but like, uh, we, we mentioned this before when we were conversating, like we do every day. But like, and I've seen some, some people on social media, which is, but you don't see too much of that. Uh, the whole, why don't you just get out there and be healthy? You know, where's the campaign to build your immune system? Right. Where's the campaign to eat better foods? Where's the campaign to exercise? And I, I know people, some people do that, but like, what if that was a stronger message to society as opposed to get the shot? Right. Get the shot. Take the medicine. You know, take the medicine. Get the shot. And it's like immediately, if you go to the doctor and you say you have anxiety, they want to prescribe you a medicine instead of telling you, well, well, how can we decrease your stress? What can you do to help with this depression or this anxiety instead of immediately like here well here's your prescription i mean back 10 years ago 15 years ago when i started when i did do um uh, xanax like me i wanted to find a doctor that would just give it to me and not tell me to go to a therapy you know but now that i don't take it anymore and i've weaned myself off of all that stuff i'm like wait wow it's possible to actually live better without yeah. That and and also not labeling myself all the time as I know I label myself as having OCD. Um, but when I do that, it's it's to help people understand what it what it is. I don't know. There's anyway. I'm we're getting it's off. Bit, yeah. I'm getting off task. But labels, I feel like they have pros and cons, but mostly cons, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, depending on the label. Yeah, I guess. depending on the label. I mean, there's branding labels. There's there's but, there's all kinds of other you know besides political and medical labels and yeah and then in the labeling of people it's it's like making things black and white like republican versus democrat when there's so much in the middle i've always been in the middle of politics like i could see both sides i can i can still see both sides but of course i'm i feel like politics has changed immensely in the last 6 months people are like switching sides <laughs> and this is just really interesting to watch but staying in the middle and being able to see both sides is going to help us more than everyone going extreme and labeling themselves as this or that you know if we got to we got to think outside the box and not like constrict ourselves to just one view what about that <laughs> sound like a hippie what about that loving view? Loving, yeah, the view you know, isn't that like, why people go to church? You know what I'm saying? So they can learn to right, be right. But then, then when they leave church, it's like I'm a Republican or I'm, I'm a Democrat, uh, I'm a liberal. Like, well, religion know, like, is another label, right? I mean, yeah, and then there's so many different branches of religion from the Christian. Yeah, you know, I'm Christian. Point. I'm Buddhist. I'm whatever. well. I'm talking about just like Presbyterian, Mormon, Catholic. Yeah. You know, like. Man, there must be about 10 plus different types of Christianity. Maybe more. Right. And I understand like feeling... Oh, we don't do that. Jehovah Witness. We don't do that. I understand that there's a certain religion or, or aspect of Christianity that you're drawn to that you feel helps you more. You know, like me, I'm, you know, I live very spiritually and I'm very spiritually drawn to just like metaphysics and 
and all religions really but I love all religions so I do. but there are some people that they get that feeling that we get from learning about all religions from just one certain religion that's what they've I mean maybe that religion has been put in front of their face so that they can um, learn through that way I don't everybody's supposed to like reach their spirituality or like get connected to the divine in their own way I totally um, can see that but um, come on what's with the butt but also religion can can constrict you and and make and can make you think this is the only way and that's what worries that's what worries me about religion like you start believing this is your only way and everyone else is like they're not doing it right so like grouping yourself into into just one box and not thinking like oh well that person that's how they connect to the divine this is how i connect to the divine hey there's been some is islam was like considered terrorist religious you know religion yeah there's you know, a lot like, of oh misconceptions my God, about i know some of the most friendliest muslims out there you know yeah and then i and i know open-minded christians yeah I mean, people label Christians as being like close-minded and, oh, they all are against abortion or they all, like, you know, we can't put everybody in that box. That's the thing about labels. We're, we're labeling them and it causes a prejudice. It causes a um, misconception about the person just because they say they're Christian or they're Muslim or whatever. And we have to start with ourselves to realize, like, hey, just because they said they're a Muslim or a Christian, it doesn't mean that they have this characteristic or believe in this, you know, they, I know lots of people that are Catholic, actually know like a few people that are Catholic personally that are very spiritual as well and are very metaphysical as well. So it's kind of yeah. like, and then my mind it's is like, like they're wait, but they're, they're Catholic. It doesn't make sense. But that's because I was taught <laughs> that if somebody's Catholic, they live this certain way and they don't believe in the, you know, past lives and all that. But there are many people that yeah. consider themselves Catholic that do believe, do believe in past lives. I, and I, I was born and raised Catholic until I was about 12. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I got to, even though I wasn't really in tuned with it all, I just had to go every Sunday yeah, you know, yeah. to church. And then subconsciously, so the message was getting in my head, you know, about Jesus. And, mm -hmm. But was I really paying attention? No, I wasn't. I know, and that... But there's those subconscious message, messages yeah. that are going in my head, you know? And then growing up as well, like, seeing other people of other religions kind of made me think, like, oh, wait, what? You know, when I was little, I'm talking, like, seven, eight, nine, like, if I saw, like, uh, someone wearing a turban, you know? Like, mm -hmm. most people who wear turbans are Sikhs, you know? From, and like I, I didn't know that until I met a Sikh like when I was in my teenage years and then they told me all this about mm -hmm. India and Buddhism and they started explaining everything. I was like, ah, you know, like I was just, I put them in a label, you know what I'm saying, of just who I thought they were when I didn't know who, who I thought they were, but I didn't know who they were. You know, and we do that a lot. It's called judging. <laughs> yeah, it is judging, yeah, judging. Which we should never really do ever. And that's kind of like a golden rule with Catholics. Judge. Like, you shouldn't judge people. Right. You know, a lot of religions are and, like that. Or no one, or what's that famous, or Tupac always says that to me, or he said that to me, I fear no man but God, I should not judge. Something like that. It's... Something from the Christian, from the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Only God can judge me. Right. I, I forgot but how. But God it's doesn't it. judge. Yeah. True. Because God is like that little God, kid that we. Yeah. God is energy, and there's no good or bad. There's no good or bad. There's, there's just energy, and you're not being judged by anyone other than yourself, your higher self, and. When you die, you go through a process of looking over your life and seeing, okay, well, that was this that you did. And there's no judgment. It's just like, okay, well, you got to go back and learn that lesson again. There's no judgment about it. It's just what it is. We're getting off topic. Um, I was watching All American. Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> All American, I told you, I, I love that show because it really 
it it teaches some lessons. I mean, it can be a little dramatic, but it teaches some it's, lessons about race and you know, like um, the black community that lives in Beverly Hills versus the black community that lives in Crenshaw, you know, the ghetto and things that happen. But um, there was one episode where the girl she has this podcast and she starts talking about labels, you know, and labels. They don't help us see the whole person. If we keep labeling people, we don't get to see the whole person. We're just looking at a label. And I feel like that's what's happening in the world right now, where the government and people that tend to side with the government and believe everything they see on the news are labeling people that don't, that are fighting the vaccination, fighting the vaccination passport as terrorists, as conspiracy theorists. I mean, do you think we're terrorists? Do you think we're conspiracy theorists? I mean, there is some conspiracy theory that I'm like, hmm, maybe. I'm always asking questions. As a science teacher, I was trained to teach my kids to be curious and ask questions. That's a good practice when you're in science. So why can't we be curious and ask questions? I know I'm going on a tangent here, but this is where my heart is right now. <laughs> we need to see that if we're labeling a group, are all those people really what you what you think they are? No, because you're labeling them, you're not giving them a chance to show their whole self. And like, why are they choosing this? You know, this is what we should do is be curious. Like, why do you choose not to, to go with what the government says you should do? Like, or what the CDC says you should do? Why are you choosing not to do that? Why are you choosing not to do that? I've, I, you know, most people who ask me that question about getting back, like last time I got any type of vaccination, of course you get them, your immunizations when you're a child and born, which I don't re remember. I mean, you right. look at my birth certificate and see which ones I got. And then when I was 14, well, about the time I met you in high school, I got a tetanus shot, which everyone is required to get when you go into high school. Really? Do you remember getting one? No. No. That was the last shot I ever got in my life. The last shot I got was in nursing school. I had to get a hepatitis vaccination. And then I've never... Actually, no. When I was pregnant, I got the flu vaccine. And I, I was no. never about getting the vaccine because I haven't had the flu since... But I was you were told. You were being told. I was told yeah. to get it. They're like, you cannot get the flu while you're pregnant. It's not going to be good. And I was like, okay. I had so many decisions to make. I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, okay, whatever. So you got it. So I got it. It wasn't about me feeling like I had to get it. It was because I was told and I was fearful. Yeah. I didn't know what so to do. So I, I haven't gotten a, any kind of shot like that. Like I've never gotten a flu shot in my life. So why should I get one now? You know, I, I try my best to live a healthy lifestyle Every now and then, I mean, anyone who knows me on a personal level and has partied with me, like, I mean, I know I've had my good times of partying and, and drinking and, you know, having recreational fun. But, you know, when it, other, besides that part of my life, like, you know, I try to exercise as much as I can and eat right and, you know, I stay away from processed foods, you know, I, I, I just... I feel like that is the campaign that we need kind of be pushing right now. Yeah, this, I agree. For this whole there's vaccination There's more of that. Thing. But then there's, like I told you, I saw that article that was like, don't rely on healthy food. Medicine is the cure or something. I forgot what the title was, but it was like, what? I mean, if you look at the, like, the Chinese and, and Eastern medicine, like they've been, you know, practicing holistic healing and medicine. You know, the Westerners are the ones, us are the ones who created all this man-made food yeah this and i mean if you look food. at it it's been like a ripple effect it's gone its way into europe and china and yeah like, and then you're starting to see like different body types of those people you know like overweight people because they're living off of american style food yeah you know just a lot of processed food that we we tend to rely on when we're we don't have enough time or, or money a lot of it's time. We talked about this. Like we work ourselves, right? Too much. And it's just like I just want a quick fix. Quick, yeah. And that's what we've been taught to do. And I mean, growing up, it was like I remember. We're eating. Getting, we're getting off topic, but that's okay. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Wait, we. Let's eating. all label. I remember being so excited to eat these Nighthawk um, 
Nighthawk. I think it was called Nighthawk um, Frozen Food Dinners. My mom would... There was one that was like a fajita dinner or something. And I remember I'd be so excited. We'd put it in the microwave and we'd put it on our little TV tray and watch TV. You know, I just remember doing that with my mom when my dad was out of town. like Because he, he lived out of town for a while. Um, we would eat... I guess she wouldn't cook a lot when he wasn't home, so... We would do that a lot. Nighthawk. It was I called Nighthawk. Look that up. There was like an enchilada. But one what was too. the one you liked the most? Then I think there was a fajita one, an enchilada one. I remember they were really good. But now it's like I go to the store and I think, hmm. I go to the frozen section. I'm like, no, I don't want to eat this processed food. And then I get home and I start cooking something. I'm like, oh god, it's so much time consuming. I don't really like cooking that much, so it's hard for me. But at the same time, I want to feed my body with. Well, think about this, like. Would you rather nourish yourself with time cooking and learning food, or would you do a quick, rapid response and just eating quick eating, and then in the long run, you're going to have to take exactly. a pill, right? Because exactly. Because of all your cholesterol, and I know it's just blood levels and all kinds of things are just out of whack. It's just that you have to um, give yourself that time to cook and nourish your body, and and know that you're feeding your body with with healthy food, and that feels good. So. Anyway, I think the main reason we wanted to talk about this is because over the last year or so, we, we've been really thinking about labels as being harmful to our society, yeah. keep labeling ourselves and labeling people, then we don't get to know the real, the whole person, and, and it causes discrimination, it causes racism, it causes all kinds of problems if we keep putting each other in these and groups. Lab- okay, so the reason why I remember when we were going to talk about labels three months ago, I think, because yeah. we wanted to talk about this, like it was, I had brought up the, the title about sexuality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's right. what kind of started because like, I don't know if you noticed, but it always used to just maybe a year, two years, three years, four years ago, it was just, it was just LGBT. Right, now right? it's... Now it's LGBT and two other letters and then a plus sign. Yeah. So one day I saw it, I saw it maybe like three months ago, and I was like, what is this LGBT other letter, other, I forgot, and then plus sign. So I looked it up, and then uh, I forgot what it stood for. I it was something right with now. an A, there was another, yeah. But there was a plus, and I was like, so I looked up, I was like, different types of sexuality. And it came up like 46 different types of sexuality. And that's putting labels on every single person who's in that branch of sexuality right when it's okay to change or have multiple i mean it is i feel like i had one of my students who was gosh she was only 12 i don't even she was 11 about to be 12 and she labeled herself as that new word that i can't remember i think it's a androgynous it wasn't androgynous but it it was the same meaning as androgynous isn't androgynous like I don't know enough about them to really talk about that. But I remember she labeled herself and I was like, whoa, that's, what's that? What's that mean? And it was something like asexual. It, it meant the same as asexual. Basically, you didn't have feelings for boys or girls. And I said, well, I was like, kind of young to lab- be labeling yourself, you know, let yourself grow and explore. Yeah, and yeah. and or, uh, you don't have to have a label about that at all because you're only 11. <laughs> um, but yeah. it, it, it made me think, you know, in middle school, this starts happening where you have to choose a label. Oh, who was I? Oh, yeah, there was another student of mine who was the same age. And her friends, her new friends, <coughs> wanted her to pick a label. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's what we started talking about. Yeah, she, they right. wanted her to pick a label of what she was. And so she picked one. And um, so I wanted to make sure that I, I taught this girl that, you know, it's okay to change and to explore who we are. And at 11, 12 years old, you're starting to get to know who you are and labeling ourselves just put us in this box, just like you were talking about earlier, a new wave, you know, I labeled myself as a new waver. Yes, and there were skaters but, and then punk rockers. But then there were those posers, people oh, were labeled, yeah. oh, that person's trying to be a new waver. Yeah. That's a poser. Uh, yeah, or skater <laughs> or too. Or trying like to be a skater, skater poser. <laughs> That and that was a type of bullying too. It was, right, when you call yeah. somebody a poser. Or, yeah. Or a... Oh, and then, you know, as I grew older and I started hanging out with Asians, the word that came was fresh off the boat, F-O-B. F-O-B. Oh, yeah, that's an F-O-B. Yeah. Because like they had the thick accent and they were like, seemed like they came straight from Asia. It was like, yeah. that was like an insult. Yeah. Of label. Gosh, wow. Yeah, and then. 
It happens a lot in high school, all those labels. All those. I think it's even more. I feel I feel for kids today because information is so instantaneous. Right. And you, you feel know? like and you like have You're to... like, oh, I got to pick a side. Yeah. Like you're in, you learn at a, such a young age to pick a side. Yeah. Of who you want like to be. Like you feel like you have to choose a label so you can be belonging Accepted. to the group. Yeah. yeah. To the group. And that's in our DNA from back. And the long time ago, tribal, when we yeah. lived tribal, we had to be accepted by a group or we wouldn't be able to In, live. Yeah, like Native American. So we still have that craving. Like but, what was that movie, Dancing with the Wolves, where Kevin Costner is like mm, a soldier and yeah. he gets accepted too. Or a man called and Horse. If you, right. You if you didn't that? get accepted, then you would die because you wouldn't be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. You need that community. So back to the sexuality thing. There was, what I say, there's like 46 different types of sexuality. I looked them all up. I was looking. I can't remember one right now, but they forgot one that I remember in that category. And I remember when I was maybe a teenager, 18, 19, about that 20. But I remember people using the word metrosexual. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And like it wasn't on that list of 49. Oh, like they come up they with. They changed the word like, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I was reading the definition of them. You know, and I was like, but metrosexual. I remember that was usually a a man, a man that liked who, woman, but he seemed to be very feminine. Fem, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and he dresses real feminine. prim. Yeah, you know, prim proper. Takes care of his takes hair, hair, like kind of kind of girly. Yeah, but he dated girls. Yeah, like would wear loafers. Metrosexual. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't in that category. I don't know why. They probably changed it to another word. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I I understand. I guess, you know, that's just part of, like, being a teenager. You learn through that, and then you grow out of it, and you're like, wow. You look back and think, wow. I mean, I, I you know, because of Facebook, like, I've, you know, reunited with friends I hadn't seen in 20, 25 years, which when I remember them back in high school, they were part of a group of people that now they're totally opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'll give yeah. a good example. Eric made... Eric Maven, dear friend of mine, mm-hmm. love the guy. That guy's always been a skater his whole life. He still skates yeah. today, you know, but back in middle school and high school, he was considered the skater. And yeah. Today, I still, I mean, I just talked to him last week and we, we talk a lot on Instagram. He's still shredding, you know, mm-hmm. now he's gotten into like uh, skateboard snow riding I, I don't know what you actually call that but like you ride your skateboard in the snow but they even make specific boards now for that mm-hmm. that you can ride them in the snow but he still he has been authentic to himself you know yeah but i wouldn't yeah and his authenticity authenticity wasn't changing like i wouldn't say that as like everybody else isn't being authentic just because they change and not want them. yeah they yeah, you're right. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. But, like, you know, he's <laughs> I, always been real within himself. Yeah. And yeah, he seems like that. Oh, he has grown. Like, he's done so many amazing things and, and changed with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like. But that's one thing that he's loved all his life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, me too. I love skateboarding. Yeah, right? you too. And I was talking about... Uh, actually, I wanted to bring this up. Like, in the skateboarding community these days, like, back then... In early late '80s, you know, it was all kind of you know we know we talk about the skater with the long hair on the yeah. side, right? Yeah. And it was kind of shaved on the side, and that is what identified you and labeled you as a skater. Yeah. That haircut, and you wore your pants, and you rolled them up, and you had a board, mm-hmm. and you wore a plaid shirt. Like that was the image of a skateboarder. Yeah. Okay, now since I follow like probably 300 different skaters on Instagram. Everybody has their own unique style. There's like, of course, there's the punk rocker. There's the punk. There's, you know, the hip hop guy. There's, I mean, it's it's just so, in, skateboarding is so international now. There's not just one image for a skateboarder. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, you're right. There's, everyone has their own flavor and style. Yeah. And like you look at, I, like I, saw, I found another skater the other day. Like, he's probably about my age, total ripper, but he just had his own flavor freaking style yeah. and I was like and that's awesome he doesn't look like any other skateboarder right. out there you know so now it's changed where the skateboarders don't have a certain look no they don't and that's awesome that's the same thing as like applying that to like religious people like 
Buddhists or not all monks or Christians or, or not all like oh that's oh. a tough one I know because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many or I like mean. okay say like a Hasidic Jew like or uh, what do you call those people um, the people who are Amish people like they oh, all right. dress alike and look alike Hasidic Jews pretty much right and 90% of them all look alike you know, you're right, the and the way they dress, you, they would that, that's a label. Yeah, you would automatically like, label them based on what they're looking like, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, what was Matsi's Modest Yahoo? Yeah. Do you know who that guy is? Matsi, yeah. Yeah, okay, so that guy, like, he looks, I think he's an Hasidic Jew. Like, uh-huh. he has, you know, but, dude, his style is just, like, right. he's a badass rapper, hip-hopper, yeah. you know, beatboxer. Like, I mean, yeah. you look at him, and you're just like, whoa, like, this guy... I remember when I first saw him, I was like, man, this guy's playing, right? You know, but I was just blown away by his talent, you know, like. Yeah, and so that, this is a great explanation of, or like just. Trying to label oh, someone when they're not. We can't, in, it's not all black and white, you know. Yeah. Everybody that we're labeling, there's a lot more to them than just the label. And, and it's okay to go outside what you think is the typical label you know like this is what where prejudice comes from when you see a certain person you look at them and you think oh well they fit inside this box this label so they must have this this this, and this but that's not true you don't know them so you don't know you don't that person looks like he lives on the street or maybe he looks homeless because the way he's what he's wearing but that person could be have a phd you know there's a lot of people like that too that they dress like they don't have money when they really do or they don't they dress like they're low income haven't gone to dropped out of school or whatever when really they really have a higher education than the person that's labeling them i saw (laughs) this is a good example i saw a cool post the other day on instagram but it had two different types of people uh oh three different types of people it had like a girl who you know was showing like a Prada bag and she was all dressed up looking you know like everything was labeled on it. Mm-hmm. like it, big glasses makeup hair was all done yeah and it said something about how poor people want to be and they dress you know what I'm saying like this girl was trying to look like she was had a lot of money and a lot of you know That's she wasn't it. famous she wasn't nothing you know no she wasn't a celebrity or nothing she just looked like she was mm-hmm. like a celebrity or someone famous and then the second picture was like celebrities like movie stars you know who are got oh, right money. There. and they're wearing like jeans yeah. and a t-shirt you know and you know just some t-shirts yeah, and most... then the third per- group was the billionaires and it showed them wearing like some, just some basketball shorts and, <laughs> and a t-shirt that how it said how billionaires dress, but yeah. it had this label and perception of like, you know. I'll give you an example who the billionaires were. It was Zuckerberg and his wife, and they mm. were like walking wearing flip flops, basketball shorts, and a t-shirt, mm. and then it had like some celebrity movie star. I don't remember who it was, but they were wearing like. You know, just regular. They weren't trying to look like a million bucks. And then it had someone who was didn't have any money, who was trying to look like a million bucks or a billionaire. Yeah. You know that whole perception of yeah of of labeling Mm -hmm. of how million billion. But don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some billionaires out there that are pretty flashy. Yeah. Right. You know, they're movie stars. But just because they are doesn't mean they're going to be. They're going to be like that all the time. So that's I think. that's, That's what is the issue I think is with our human mind is we tend to want to put people in categories and it's really more complicated than one category one label it's a lot there's a lot to the person besides just their religious belief or their political belief there's a lot more there yeah so it's it can be confusing for people because some people want to live to get to a status quo which yeah. puts you in a, a you know, a, you make this much money, you know, you make this much yeah. money, you know, all these different. Right. And I think, okay, I would really like to bring up growing up, you know, how people would label you and how. I grew up in the hood. I, 
with your race and the way you grew up, like, how would people label you that has affected you? What do you mean? Back at that time? Anytime. Anytime. Have you been labeled from, before? From that there? It... I've been, hey, I've been, well, I you... think my name has more to do, like, my real name. Like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of get discriminated for a second because I walk up and they're like, you're what? You know, like, mm-hmm. people are like, what's your name? Like, they expected, like, my face to have another name, you know? I've had that happen to me a bunch of times. But... Because your name is very cultural. Yeah. People who have cultural names, and you don't they look get cultural. discriminated. What? You don't look, like, cultural yeah, or I talk like you're from yeah, another country. Like, people... I remember traveling, when I used to travel a lot, like, people didn't expect me being from Houston. You know, they, they expected some country... You know, kind of talking yeah. accent. I know, know, me too. Like, I remember when I was in Italy, somebody actually thought I was Italian and started talking to me. It was somebody from America that was talking to me in Italian. I was like, wait, no, I don't know. I'm actually speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Texas. I don't talk like this. Oh, but then, you know, there's some people who talk like that. And there's people that label Texans, right? The yeah. thing that we're all just like these cowboys, Trump lemon people or whatever, like racist. But that's not... <laughs> That's not Texas at all. No. And there's more. I mean, there definitely is area, you know. Oh, yeah. There's that definitely those Texas. areas. There's that there. everywhere. But They're Everywhere, yeah. It doesn't even have to be, to, you know. I know. It's everywhere. So I'm going to say, me but, as but, a white. Wait, what was that question you were asking me again? It's like, how have labels affected you? Labels affected me growing up? I mean, you've been labeled. I've been, I don't know. What would you say? What would you say? Uh, How's it affected me? Or like, has there ever been an instance that you can remember that you were labeled something and it was it didn't feel good? Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, we. I've I've had some things that happened in my past mm-hmm. that actually have a label to them, and I've been discriminated over it. Yeah, you know. So, of course, uh, it it has. It's a permanent label in writing. Yes, it's a permanent label in writing that has discriminated me from several things. But I know several other people who've had the same situation who had... And I've had to overcome that, too. I got labeled, and I had to write, like, some paper over it. And my my description or whatever I wrote about, and then my communication with you know, the people that I was dealing with, I was able to explain, you know, and, but there were times they were just, oh, nope, next, you know what I'm saying? That's happened to me a bunch of times too. And that's why I work for myself because I've had to learn, you know, I got in trouble when I was a teenager and that kind of label has been stuck on me since I was a teenager. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's typical shenanigan stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that has definitely affected me. But I, there, you could look at like Martha Stewart or people who go in, you know, get all. I think like Martha Stewart, she was persistent. Of course, she came out and she still had a lot of money to do more things. You know, uh, she definitely got in the media, got in trouble, blah blah blah, went to prison and came out. She even came out even harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it's funny how we do tend to forget about what somebody did. I mean, it's not funny. It's a good thing to forget and let somebody have a second chance, third chance. But of me as a a white woman, labeling growing up, I know in the schools that we grew up in. I mean, I was called joked, you know cracker or whatever like that didn't really bother me but um so I wasn't ever really I mean I would I felt I did feel at times I was discriminated against not discriminated but like because I hung out with a lot of non-white people I was the white girl and I did feel that I don't maybe like a lot of um hatred towards me by other people that might have felt I had more than them, you know, I kind of felt that in situations, but hanging out with Asians and being a witness 
to them being discriminated against in the the clubs of Houston when there was a certain clubs that didn't want their clubs to be Asian invaded, you know, because it might be gang yeah, stuff I, happening. Yeah, I remember the Asians back in the right. Late 90s, so like I would too. witness that of my friends who were definitely no gang, you know, the, these were mostly Filipino friends at this time that we were trying to get into a club, and the bouncer said, "Oh no, we we're having a private party," and they wouldn't let us in. And I knew that was a lie because we had friends in there already. Mm-hmm. Or they would say, oh, you got you to gotta wear different shoes or whatever. And I just would get so mad. But I remember my friends at that time. I can't remember exactly who was with me. But they were just like, oh, God, you know, this is part of our life. We're Asian. So they think we're going to go in there and like gangbang or whatever. And I remember being so mad and feeling that discrimination. But then this whole thing that's happening in the world now that's putting us into these categories of vaccinated, unvaccinated, and I'm seeing the hatred on both sides, but being on this Facebook group in my community of moms, and one person said, all you country redneck people, all you country rednecks need to go back to the country or something like that. She was saying that towards the people that were choosing not to get unvaccinated or didn't want to wear a mask. She was assuming and labeling all of those people as being redneck country ho-dunk people, right? And I was just like, whoa. Well, first of all, I would love to go live in the country, lady. Yeah. But <laughs> but I was like, wow. I just felt labeled and like a prejudice against me because of just choosing something medically that I've chosen. I've chosen all my life not to get vaccinated. And now all of a sudden I'm in this group of, and I'm labeled a redneck. Really? It's not all, this is not, if you look closely and you open up your mind and your heart, you will see that that's not the only type of person that's not getting vaccinated. There's so many reasons why people are choosing not to. There's a big black community that's choosing not to based on history of what ha- what's yeah. happened to them with slavery and people using them as guinea pigs. There's a reason why people are not doing it and it's okay for them to choose that. It's okay for me to choose not to. What I choose is to live more naturally, holistically. I have no worries about getting over COVID if I get it. I'd rather have natural immunity. And being labeled or like discriminated against or having people turning their nose up at me. Wow. I really, and I feel like, wow, maybe this is my lesson of really feeling discriminated against as as a white person in this white body during this lifetime. I don't get a lot of discrimination because of, I have white privilege. This is me experiencing discrimination Mm -hmm. and labels. And like, so this is giving me that lesson. Yeah. And I mean, I've been discriminated from friends and clients, you know, I mean, my workload is it's, it's still down. I mean, I could, I could, I, you know, it's all, I, you're capable of doing what your mind will set you to do. So like, if I really wanted to pick back up in training, you know, I could, it'll be challenging, you know, for sure. Uh, but I've, I found other outlets recently that I've been trying to yeah, work I on. I mean, we're, we're all going to rise and, and do well, but it's just, it is a tough time of, being discriminated against yeah um, I, I mean like i said i don't even talk to some friends anymore because you know, i know they're, 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 it's I was, hard i said i wasn't getting vaccinated they're like oh no like but some because people are labeling and and they're like thinking, if we have a disease right it's really you know, like it's a, really oh, like you know, yeah that's the thing like i've had people like oh no get away from me you're not back am i sick right now you know, am I sick? Am I coughing on you? I know. And, you know, like, what are you so scared of? If you're vaccinated, what are you so scared of? Why are you scared of me? If you're vaccinated, isn't a vaccination supposed to protect you? And this is what the media and the control is doing to people. And so, but anyway, that's that's that's. But someone asked <sighs> me too. Is like, there. I mean, I've talked to several friends, and like, of course, I talked to a lot of people about it. But um, and. I, and I had two people, I told you this, tell me this, two people on the same day, they're like, well, you better not be that person. They said they, almost the exact same thing. You better not be that person that's going to the ER and that are taking up you know, the ventilators and you're about to die and call 911 because you didn't get vaccinated. And I was like, you know what? I will die in my bedroom before I, 
<laughs> before that even happens. Because you know it's not going to happen. That's well, that's why I'm telling them that. If you, you thought that saying? was going to happen, you would get vaccinated, right? Right. Or maybe you'd believe in the vaccine. I don't right. know. Right. Like, <laughs> but obviously... I was like, I will die in my bed. And you're a healthy person. You're active. Yeah. You don't have and to these work. people who are telling me this are not so healthy. Um, there's a lot more involved in staying healthy. Like, what was that thing you showed me the other day about the guy who was talking about... the like he was giving out news that the most of the people that were in the hospital were the vaccinated already. Right, and the other guy was saying, then, but that's not true. The actual data is saying yeah, the people that most of the people in, in the hospital are vaccinated. So it's like you can't, you keep hearing all these yeah, different things. Yeah, one side. Like, oh, the, Nobody the, knows what's really happening. It's all happening. about the, the ER people. Well, I have a couple clients who are nurses. And, you know, and I've heard some they, of my nurse friends say that most yeah, that's yeah. mostly unvaccinated. And yeah. what, I mean, maybe it is. You know, that's that does not is not going to make me want to get vaccinated. I I'm totally fine. I just don't want an experimental thing in me, and I don't get vaccinations because I know that I am yeah. a healthy person. We're supposed and I, to get sick from time to time. If I had diabetes, I might think differently. Yeah, true. I mean, if I had some okay, kind of so underlying my, my, condition, my dad, I would probably get it. My dad is pre-diabetic, and my mom. You know, they take medication. Of course, they're in their 60s. But I don't go... I mean, if I go over there, I stay outside the house. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I miss kissing and hugging them when I see them. But, like, because that's the thing Hispanic cultures do. Every time we see our family members, we kiss and hug them. But at least I go over there. You know, when I do go over there and see mm-hmm. them, like, I stay outside the house. Like, I don't walk in the house. Like, I... Because I respect the fact that my parents are trying... Even yeah. though they are vaccinated. Right. And you know they have underlining conditions, mm-hmm. so they got vaccinated. And I, I, I'm not knocking them for and it. I, I never once told them not to get vaccinated. Right, you know? and at like, their age, I mean, I if I was their age, I might consider it. I know my aunt, uncle. I mean, they're in their seventies. They decided not to get it, and I've they've dealt with COVID and and are still kind of getting over it. And that was their decision. It's it was basically down to all our decisions. And what we're trying to say here yeah. is. <laughs> We think labels do more harm than good, and and right now there's a lot of labeling and putting people in certain groups, and it's a lot of divide, and we can only overcome that divide by loving everyone and trying to understand everyone's decision with compassion, being curious, asking questions, you know, why did you decide to do this? Oh, okay, well, that's your experience in life, and this is my experience in life, and this is what I'm choosing to do based on what I've experienced and how I live, and that's okay. That's what makes the world work different strokes different folks <laughs> the world don't... okay we can start singing breakout and song yeah we should put that in there once we get it okay but <laughs> labels are definitely um they put people more, in categories more, more harmful than good and... i mean i remember this just brought my attention like a, there's a lauren lauren hill misunderstood yes that's such a good album but like in the beginning of the album they talk about you know the guys in there talking having this class he's like a special guest and he's talking about love yeah you know and man they talk about all these different categories but there's one section I remember he says you know what if you see some boy and you think he's fresh because he's wearing guest jeans and Nike Mm -hmm. shoes you know he's wearing all labels like Mm -hmm. these are labels which people labels associate with being having money yeah okay labels okay me I'm a big Volkswagen guy like you know I'll drive a bunch of bugs mm-hmm. you know that's part of i guess this label me in the volkswagen category yeah. right mm-hmm. but our our whole my whole meaning to this label thing is just being human that's it like, right and allowing ourselves to change what to we change. how we believe and just the way we're growing it's allow yeah. people to change and grow and to be their own person yeah and, and show human. love and compassion towards people that think differently. It's okay. That's okay. No reason to get mad. Right. No reason what? to divide and call people terrorists just because of their medical decisions. Yeah. Yeah, that really touched a button for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I don't think I heard that one time so far. What? What you said about, like, I don't think I've heard of media. Because I don't pay, I don't watch mainstream media. But I've yeah. never. Yeah, the media. I don't, I don't watch it either. But it it sounds like 
nobody in the news is really looking at the other side of things and like diving into like the other side of outside of the government the government is not the divine you know the government is not I think there are rulers but you know we're still able to choose what we want well, some countries if are we're not free. I know. Well, some countries are not. And we're supposed to be a free country. And so, what's happening here? Why aren't we free anymore? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. We're, good things are coming from all of these lessons that we're learning. And, true. Um, you just got to think. You got to break know, the labels down and break just, the break yeah. the labels down and accept people who I guess who they are. Um. How they want to live. How they want to live. You know what they want to do right and and if that's not okay with you then you know like this is why these new communities are going to be forming or some people are going to be but then you go into that new community and then you and become then, part of that label i know that's the thing you it's know? like you become part of that label it's like how do we bring everybody together with our labels I, we, I, we right to, now at these times i think it's impossible i know I, it's like we tend to want to go the into these groups that are like us right like i yeah i want to be i i tend to want to be around people like think like I can talk like I could talk to Hannah about anything like we just there's certain people I know that I can go to and talk to about all this and and they feel the exact same way and it's really nice to get that validation but that goes for any but then at the same group. time I can be around other people that don't think exactly like me but they're okay with that and those are the kind of people that I like to be around too like you know they chose to get vaccinated and they're okay with me not they're like I don't care what if you got vaccinated or not Tomatoes, but this is what I chose. Tomato, potatoes, yeah, potatoes. <laughs> that's good. That's like great. We can help come together and have this conversation. But anyway, all right. Well, we're sending everybody love and good health. Good health. Yeah. This we'll start a new campaign here. Go outside. Go for a walk. Get on your bike. Go for a jog. Go hike. Eat uh, some plants. Eat some plants. Plant a garden. Uh, drink plenty of water. Stay away from processed foods. Um, laugh laugh sing dance enjoy yourself get out in nature get out in nature I mean all those things are so healing to yourself in the earth yes alright alright guys hope you enjoyed this we didn't mean for this to be so long but sending you love alright we're out peace